Yeah, but no, you absolutely do deserve the accolades that you were getting. Testing, testing. Yeah, that looks pretty Come good. Come shot. Come shot. Welcome back. To the most unlistenable podcast in the world. Yes, we've had a bit of a break recently. Um, but no one would have known because the episodes kept coming. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we had a break, but nobody knew, and we're back because on we had a back anyway. catalogue of episodes. Um, I think Gareth Knight's episode is scheduled to be released tomorrow, which I'm oh, excited about. What a for. great episode! I that think was, I was a, that was a lot of fun. I think I said the word retarded like five times. Testing. I'm just, just sorry for the this audio, guys. I just gotta get the headphones right. It's been a while since I've used the gear. So, yeah, there we go. That's perfect. That's yeah, perfect. well, I've, a lot of people that I've worked with have said that before too. What's that? It's been a while since I've used the gear. <laughs> I'm just joking. Mm. They, they don't have brakes from the gear, but... Um, yeah. Oh, God. I won't mention names because <laughs> yeah, I know some comedians who I suspect to be on something. Uh, mind you, I suppose we're, <coughs> we're all on something. Yeah, I'm on uh, Downers. Downers? No, I'm just full of shit. You're on the syndrome. Yeah, yeah, mm. I'm on the syndrome. Yeah. But no, uh, you go. I was gonna say I started a new job this week. And how's that going? Uh, it's really good. Um, the first, it's for the traffic control, the lollipop people, the people that hold the sticks. Was I telling you the other week that I had to do a course to do it? Yes, you were. Yeah, and you I paid like five hundred dollars for it or something. Yeah, six hundred and fifty dollars. Holy shit! And a, one part of the course is how to hold the stick, <laughs> uh, and the other part of the course is how to put up the signs that say "slow down." So those are two separate courses. Again, this goes back really well to that joke I used on stage where I said. Uh, traffic controllers are stealing jobs from actual <laughs> retarded people. No, well, anyway, but uh, that's kind of like having a fucking one course on how to take a shit and mm-hmm. like another course on how to flush. Like that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's the same activity. It's, it comes under the same umbrella. Like to me, that makes no sense at uh, all. Is 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 that something you're going to try out on stage? Because it should be. Oh yeah, I probably should. I feel like. The, the week or so I've been in traffic control, I've gained so much potential material already. Uh, uh, maybe because, like, I just see things through a sort of half-comic lens that it's, like, now all this new info is coming in. Before, I wasn't doing anything, so yeah. I was fucking stagnating on the material. Well, I am kind of jealous of it for the, for the fact because it's... Uh, I, I feel like when you start anything new, uh, whether it be a job, a new a relationship... relationship. Uh, jinx. Um, like, or a new hobby, you find funny things about it to joke about. Problem is, is that the thing that I've started again recently, not a lot of people would understand, so it wouldn't translate it, it it's on the gear. stage. No, no, no. <sighs> I've never done anything that requires a pipe or a needle. Um, but, um, you, just, you just eat the crystal. <laughs> just eat the crystal. You're like a troll. <laughs> the BFG. And just fucking up my teeth. Um, but no, I've... Because, um, yeah, I've started driving hookers around again. Just, yeah. just a little bit. Not not much. Um, and, yeah, it's pretty... It's... Interesting. Like, I find funny things about it. But I know from the funny things that I find out about it that no one would get it on stage. It's like it just wouldn't translate. You know right. what I mean? Well, maybe I can tell you about my experiences from the first week and you tell me if they're funny. Okay. So, first day I worked was, uh, well, actually, I was supposed to work on Monday, mm-hmm. last Monday, 
but I didn't, I couldn't do my induction because uh, the website wouldn't work for me. So they sent me like a notification on the app saying you're working, and I declined. Mm. And then uh, immediately they sent me three question marks, and we're like, "What do you mean you declined?" Mm. And I'm like, "I can't work because I haven't done my inductions or whatever." So, and the, I don't know, the, the guy in the office seems a bit passive aggressive, but that's all right. Also, he seems a bit aggressive. But anyway, so the actual first day I worked was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And on the Wednesday, they just had me in the shed on standby. So, I was I was just sweeping the shed. Just sweeping the shed. Yeah. And I'm sweeping. And then the supervisor comes over and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was like, fuck, I'm in trouble. And he's like, whoa, whoa, slow down there, Turbo. Uh-huh. I'm like, what are you... I'm going pretty slow, man. Uh-huh. Like, I can't really... And he's like, no, nah, you're on the hours around here, mate. You got to go... Take it easy. Mm. And then I went even slower and he told me to slow down again. Mm. So fucking, I just, fuck, how much slower can I go? How slow can you go? If I go any slower, I'm going to start fucking going back in time. Back in time. <laughs> so then I, then I slowed down even more and my first shift started next week. <laughs> it's a time travel joke. But, um, <laughs> fucking, but then day two, I was on... Like, you know those signs that, like, point in one direction on a trailer? I was just driving a truck. I mean, I was driving a ute that had a trailer that pointed go into the other lane. Mm-hmm. And I was just driving behind people spraying the verge. And I did that for six hours. So, I sat in the ute and just followed someone actually working while I sat in the ute and watched them work. Mm. <laughs> and then I got called out to Dawesville. Dawesville. Yes, as opposed to Wheelsville. But Dawesville down near uh, Mandra. And it was for Watercorp. And we uh, we got there. And then by the time we got there, because it's like an hour and a half away, by the time we got there, the plumbers were like, oh, we actually finished. You actually finished? Yeah, they finished before we got there. Because the road was really quiet. So, we got there and we put down four signs and we just waited for the bobcat to come fill in the hole mm. and then we drove back. So, three hours of driving and an hour of standing around. You you must really be loving your job. <laughs> and then I got called out. I, I had to do Sunday, which is yesterday. So, mm-hmm. six o'clock start and we, uh, we drove up to Mundaring mm-hmm. and we're on like a side road in the industrial area. Mm-hmm. We probably saw like five cars for the whole day. And uh, we set up four signs again. And what we did, we we got there at 6.30, waited around for half an hour for the other guys to get there, the three guys at the digger. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they had to do all their pre-starts and shit and like call their boss and blah, blah, blah. So, we we started at eight. So, there's two hours of getting paid and I haven't done anything yet. Uh, And you get paid double time on Sunday. So, I'm making $52 an hour Mm -hmm. and I haven't done anything yet. And then, and then we stand around and because there's no traffic, we're watching. There's three people on their crew and two people on our crew and there's four people watching one guy dig a hole. Right. And then that took half an hour for him to dig it up with the digger mm-hmm. and then he jumps in the hole and he's digging around with the shovel. So, now there's four people watching a guy dig a hole with a shovel. Right. And we're all just talking shit basically. And then... Uh, so he's. This is a sweet gig, <laughs> hey guys. And then he's digging, and then he's like, "Oh, there's there's rock here. There's rock here. We're gonna have to call the boss." So then we wait for the boss to come out, and then he gets out there and he looks at it, and then we're all looking at the hole. So now there's five people looking at the hole. <laughs> now, and there's a guy in the hole. 
having a smoke, and then there's five people looking in a hole <laughs> on the side of the road. It's it's like like going like when you go back to school and all your parents are like the teachers are like, if you don't pay attention in class, you're gonna end up digging ditches. And then you're just like, no, I'm gonna end up watching the guy dig the ditch. Yeah, but I was, and so we're all watching this guy. Everyone's making fucking a killing because it's double time. And then and for doing fuck all. <laughs> Like no one's looking no, no. thumb at this point. No, no, I'm. I was like, you feel safe. I'm. I'm here to keep you safe, mate. Do you feel safe? He's like, I feel fucking safe. Are you watching me, mate? <laughs> anyway, but we're all watching this guy. And we're waiting for the boss to come out. So now it's like 10 a.m. I still have done nothing, and then <laughs> getting paid for it the entire time. Yeah. So we're four hours in. So I've made two hundred and eight dollars, and I haven't lifted a finger yet. <laughs> and we're watching this guy in the hole, and then the the guy, the boss, shows up, and he looks at the hole for a while. And he's like, fuck, there's a rock under the pipe, so we'll have to turn off the main water, which services like 10,000 people in Mundaring, so we'll have to do this on night works instead, so we've got to fill the hole in. Oh, so you fill it back in. So then we watched the guy fill the hole back in, and then we walked around and watched him dig a couple more holes and, like, change some hydrants or whatever, and then uh, home at three. So you just watched a guy roll around in a digger all day, and you got paid for it. Yeah, I, this I, is your like. You remember what we were talking about? Yeah, which is well, like I, where did, I want the job where I can do the least amount of work. Possible. I did, I did you the, found it. I did the calculations, and for Sunday, I made approximately four hundred and sixteen dollars, and I did approximately five minutes work. Like I picked up a couple cones and put a couple cones down around their vehicle, and I put down the signs that say "slow down." And then we all just sat around and talked shit all day. This is the happiest I've seen you in a long time, and it's just because you're making money. Yeah, well, I'm making money, and also I've worked three days and I've done nothing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> using the word work is wrong. Like well, I've been at work. You've clocked on for three days. I've and been employed for three all. days. You've been employed for three days. You rocked up for three days, and yeah, you've... God damn. But it's so funny because, like, all the boys are talking so much shit. And then, uh, so the guy that's on the digger, he's on the digger, like, the whole time and until lunchtime where he has a break. And he's just talking about how we're doing nothing. And then he's sitting in the digger, finally getting a break, eating a sandwich. And I'm like, fucking working hard or hardly working, mate. Mm. Fucking, you're, take, what, you're taking the piss there, mate. Yeah. And then, I don't know, having a laugh. And then, like, he's in the hole and he's like, fucking, my back hurts. Wish I wish I'd get a massage. And I was like, I'll give you a massage, mate. And he's like, oh, funny story. My mass- uh, my back's actually located on my cock. So, <laughs> anyway, we're, we're having a laugh. But, uh, yeah, this new job is pretty sick. And I was talking to the, the guy I was working with, the driver, and he was talking about these different incidents that have happened with traffic. Like, apparently three people have been run over in the last year in this company. They all survived, so it couldn't have been too bad. Hmm. But uh, there was another one where, like, someone went through... I don't know. The guy must have been antagonizing this dude because he he was, like, stopped him, but then he went through, like, the cones and the sign to run him over. So. Hmm. And then also there was another one where the guy, like, went past the traffic stop system or whatever, and the guy that had the sign chased him down and was like, you can't go through this system or whatever. And then, uh, then they bashed him. They bashed him. They bashed the guy at the sick. That's unfortunate for him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, originally, when I heard it, I thought the guy meant that 
they chase down the guy in the car, and then the guys with the sticks bash the guy in the car, <laughs> which I think would be way funnier. Would be a lot funnier. To be like, they have the sticks, and they're just swinging them. They're like, we, pro- we protect the roads out here. Speaking you- of sticks and cars, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, I won't interrupt. Keep talking about your work. i got a lot to catch up on with you because some interesting <laughs> things have happened, but I want to keep hearing your story about your new job. Well, but just this last bit is I think it's like the mental image to me is funny of like the traffic controllers doing nothing all day and then finally catching up. And then they've got full energy to beat this guy up. Yeah. Because they've been on they've been recharging all day. Just yeah. standing around like sentinels. Yeah, sunbathing all day, <laughs> sipping coffees, having smokes. They feel great. Yeah, yeah. So they have full energy to swing around their stop slow bats. Yeah. And be like, stop living, you cunt. And just like Is the are the edges of those signs sharp? Uh, some of them are. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Because I feel like if you've got enough swing on one of those things, that could be a battle axe. Probably, yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah, but anyway, that's... That's good to know. That's been my week. Mm. And then uh, I might get a call today because I accidentally didn't come in, but... What? You were meant to come in today? Yeah, I didn't know, though. What, did they not message you? Uh, I accepted it last week, but uh, last night on the app, I didn't know I was coming in, so... I woke up at like nine and... Uh, oh, you fucking... Oh, please don't get fired, man. <laughs> please don't. This is such a cushy job for you. I'm so happy you found a cruisy little gig. Yeah, yeah. well, anyway, when they, it'll be easier to bullshit my way out if um, they ring up and I'm like, I had no idea I was on at all. No idea you weren't on at all? Yeah. Then... I feel like if you agree to a shift, you should pop it in the diary somewhere. Well, like I've never forgotten that I agreed to work. Yeah, but it happened. Mind they you- sent me like a whole string of them to agree to on Friday, kind of thing, and then it disappeared out of the list, and I assumed it was like cancelled or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I agreed to Sunday, and that was on the list, and I agreed to Monday, but then it disappeared, and I was like, "Oh, it must have been cancelled." Mm. But it went it went over to the next week, and I didn't know you could like look at the next week kind of thing. So mm. anyway, I just got confused by the app, and I fucked up. So mm. I mean, well, look, surely they'll allow you some allowance. I mean, you're only a traffic controller after all. You're yeah, not Superman. yeah. I'm also, you know. I'm pretty dumb. You're pretty dumb. Yeah. You're a lot smarter than you think. Well, I'd like to play dumb here because, the you know, the the better you get at digging, the bigger shovel they give you. So, if I'm just useless... <laughs> That's... Dude, dude, Confucius, <laughs> Socrates, Martin Darcy, the better you get at digging, the bigger shovel they give you. That's, dude, inspiring, inspiring words. Yeah, so i gotta, I got to be the guy that doesn't dig but leans on the shovel right. and then they won't give me a bigger shovel. Mm. I I love your philosophy on life. I feel like you've really got it figured out. Yeah, do the least possible and get paid for it. Yeah, and and get paid exorbitant amounts of money for it. Yeah, it seems pretty stupid to me. It seems like we someone has created an unnecessary middleman, and we are that. Yeah, but there, I'm sure there are days that are hard, like where it's stressful, where there's like heaps of like different lanes, and it's like confusing. There's heaps of cones to pick up. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, but I mean, like, because they talk about one time they had traffic works, like, in this, like, three-lane, like, shit, and they had to, like, divert into, like, it's like a T-junction, so they had to, like, divert in all different directions. I'm like, that sounds like a fucking brain aneurysm waiting to happen. Yeah. But then 
Uh, but other a lot of the time, it sounds like you're doing fuck all. Yeah, I mean, look, it it sounds like the perfect job for you. Let's 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 say that, shall we? Yeah, yeah. So far, mm. but you're and you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, because I haven't done anything. Yeah, uh, I, I love that for you. Mm. Um, so it's funny that you like you're, what you said earlier, which is like, yeah, I forgot to rock up for work or something i forgot that i agreed to that shift yeah but i didn't see it last like it didn't show me last night in the app that i was working so i was like i must have the day off oh oh so you remembered but they didn't update the app i was like it so i'll show you i'll show you what i mean i took a screenshot of it last night so they show me this right and so it's a bit it's obviously confusing for the people on the pod, but you see how it says like I worked Wednesday, is it Thursday, did Sunday, and I was like, Oh, cool, that's it. Cause usually before I had the Sunday, it says like upcoming work Sunday or mm. whatever. And I was like, Oh, well that's I guess I got no work on Monday. Right. But uh I didn't realise you had to like hit that little button to go to the next week. I thought it would just keep showing up in this list. Right. I haven't used the app that much. Like, well, yeah. before this week, right. so I didn't know. Honest mistake. Let's let's say that honest mistake, stupid mistake, but an honest one. Yeah. Well, yeah. fucking. To be honest with why you, would I, mo- why would I miss out on doing nothing? Most, uh, well, that's what you're doing at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I, I feel like I'm actually doing more now than I'm doing at work. Mm. I'm actually having to think. So, but anyway, yeah. Um, they, they can interpret it however they want and uh, fire me or whatever, but... Uh, they won't fire you. They won't fire I'm sure you. they've had worse. Oh, I <laughs> I promise you they have. Um, but, like, fucking... Right, I've got to text this person about a cashy. Um, I'm, but, pl- uh, I'm planning a little job. It okay. should be fun. Um, but uh, the guy, the manager's pretty angry because uh, one time I was taking a piss mm-hmm. and he rung me up. And he's like, where the fuck are you, cunt? And I'm like, I'm taking a piss. And he's like, well, fuck it. You should be waiting in the shed fucking for this next job, fucking cunt. And I'm like, well, what? I need to piss. Yeah, yeah settle, petal. When, when nature calls. Yeah, what do you... Oh, well, next time I'll piss in your mouth. Yeah, I'll uh, piss in your mouth. <laughs> I'll piss in the shed. I don't know, man. What do you want? F- yeah. Anyway, the problem is, is I'm also confrontational. Yeah. But I bit my tongue because I'm like, it's my first week. Yeah. My first reaction was to say, settle down, cunt. Settle down, cunt. And then he'll be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And I'll be like, settle down, cunt. Do you yeah. want me to say it any slower, you fucking mongoloid? Anyway. <laughs> but I, anyway, I get when people get angry at me, I get fucking angry. So, um, I get that. I get that. I get, um, it, it depends what people get angry at me at for though. Like if people get unjustly angry at me, unfairly angry, then I get angry. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. If, if people like that a- situation feels unjustly angry. Yeah. He rung like- me and I immediately pick up and then he's like, where the fuck are you? Yeah. And I, I've been gone for like a minute. Yeah. It's like, I've literally just gone to take a piss. Yeah. But it's when that it's when you deserve someone's anger, you kind of just got to stand there and take it. Oh, 100%. Like yeah. today, probably I'll get a yell on it and I'll be like, oh, I didn't realize I'm mm. a dickhead. So, uh, two other thing, interesting things happen. Um, 
Da, 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 da. Let me just check this. But anyway, I'll just say that because uh, at some point during the pod, maybe he'll ring and I'll put him on speakerphone and you'll be able to hear him yelling at me. So, that might be funny. That will be funny. And then you'll be able to hear me trying to bullshit my way out of this situation in real time. Anyway, that's a, a little hook for later. Maybe that'll be this episode or next episode or we'll put it on the Patreon, just that clip. I'm getting yelled at by my boss. Getting yelled at, do another prank call. And it's like, we're, we're fucking changing the prank. We're not shitting on David Tuffley's lawn anymore. We're shitting on your lawn. <laughs> uh, don't say that to him, please. I, I don't actually want to get fired. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't think they'll call you. And if they do, we'll just pause the pod. No, well, we won't pause. I want, I want this as evidence in the court in case they unfairly sack me. Uh, Your Honour, I'd like you to refer to uh, Professional Degenerates episode uh, 72, uh, Martin's first week 17 minutes in. 17 minutes in, 20 minutes and 51 seconds. Yeah. But, um, well, I'm glad you got a new job. But let's talk about something about more interesting. Your spots. You've done the Oasis. You've done the weekend at the lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very big spots. Very big congratulations. You did the, uh, you did the Leaderville Hotel. Uh, which uh, I actually couldn't do the lead role. <laughs> what? Because, uh, well, so the story goes, uh, when I got on the ch- on the Thursday, it hit 2 p.m. and I was about to knock out. Uh, knock off, sorry. And then uh, I got called out. You were about out. to knock a cunt out. Yeah, yeah. Knock that, 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 that guy. Yeah. But uh, then I got called out to Dawesville. So yeah. then I was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. So I messaged the room runner and I was like, I don't know, like, I've been called. I don't know how this shit works, man. Like, I'm. This is like very unorganized kind of feeling. But anyway, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. So I'm letting you know now, just in case I don't make it. So don't be surprised if I can't make it, kind of thing. Mm. And he's like, "That's a bit unacceptable, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Uh, but that anyway, I don't want to talk about it. But the the whole thing is, I got <laughs> Martin's never going to be allowed to perform at the Leadville Hotel again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. He's never going to get that opportunity. But yeah. anyway, that's yeah. It doesn't really matter. No, but, it doesn't. It doesn't. But that's that's all on me, and yeah, it's a learning curve kind of thing with a new look. Job. The reality is, is that you're a work like. I mean, at this point, I feel like it is safe to call you a semi-pro comic. Um, you're getting paid gigs. You're getting weekend spots. I so. think I'm like up and coming. I would say, and then if I don't uh, capitalize on this momentum, then I'll fizzle out. Okay. That's how I feel. Yeah, but momentum's a funny thing because it comes and goes. Yeah. The main thing is I feel like to use with any momentum is to, like, more important, like, the, the one thing that's more important than to keep momentum going, because the reality is, is that momentum does run out eventually. By definition, it has to. Um, you can keep it going as much as you want, but I find that... Uh, the thing that's more important than keeping it going or as important as keeping it going is to like wind up in a good place once it runs out wind up with a strong footing and not lose the 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 ground that you've covered in that time with it Hmm. and you know you haven't lost that ground and you know i i think you've been doing amazingly i hope that and Mexi said something very nice to me like after I came second at the Gong Show, which is probably going to be the highlight of my comedy career. Um, but he was like, dude, I recommended you to a lot of rooms. And I hope some of those rooms get back to me at some point. Yeah, but, hell yeah. Dude, I just like the month of June is, is a write off for me just because I've been busy with work and other things. But dude, I just I want to get so many gigs in July. 
I really want to do ECC. I really fucking want to do, uh, like, I, I really want to get, like, I, I would love to get, like, a Saturday night spot before I leave next year. Yeah, it'd be yeah. sick. Like, and to be honest with you, I'll talk to you more about leaving after we get off the air. Um, and then maybe we'll bring it up again when we come back on the air. Because um, we're recording at least two today. Um, but it's like, you, you have been, like, dude, like, you, you, you're you getting at least, I feel like, two shows a week. Yeah, I feel it's like... It's two, like, really prestigious shows. These aren't open mics you're doing anymore, man. Yeah, but I feel like it's off the back of, like, coming second in the state in Raw. Like, it's all kind of, uh, like, I'm new and... Like, it's like a new shiny toy that they want to use kind of thing. And they're going to throw away eventually. Is that what you're worried about? Uh, I don't know if I'm worried, but that's how I feel. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, I, I'll just keep trying to improve and whatever. Mm. And if I keep getting spots, that's cool. And if I don't, then it's whatever. You will. You will. Like, at this point, you're so well known. And people are starting to see that you're actually very talented despite being a hack you know well i think all this there's something in all like even just this first week of being a traffic controller this is like new material yeah you probably get like five minutes out of just random shit yeah well i find I like the idea should... of like taking a shit and a uh, course on taking a shit or whatever and yeah. flushing uh, you know what i mean anyway oh, that's kind of funny two things i wanted to bring up that we, oh, from these stories um one of which is very funny it reminded me of a story i knew where a friend of mine shat in someone's hat. And shat in the hat, like cat in the hat. Yeah, but, but shat in the hat. So that's a funny story. Um, Sounds like a kid's book. It could be. could be. could be like a, a Diary of a Wimpy Kid story. That does seem like something that would be in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Did they ever make more movies of that? I know they made one movie. don't know. I've never seen it. Uh, I feel like I watched it once as a kid, but I was kind of watching it out of the corner of my eye, so I don't really remember that much. I don't have to it. watch it because that was my childhood. But diary of a wimpy kid, yeah, diary of a of a half cast kid. Yeah, but I was fat and uh, I have very timid, but now fat I'm no timid. longer fat. Mm. You actually look like you've slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, it's all the hard work I've been doing, mate. And do you, um, <laughs> do you think you've been getting like your steps in at work? Because I imagine like you've got to walk the cones out. You got to pick. You them are up. walking a bit. Yeah, but you're not. It. But I think. Don't actually, get me wrong. I don't think you're working hard. No, but, but like, I think it's like, compa- like compared to every other job I've done, I feel like I'm doing fuck all. Yeah. But maybe it just feels like that. Like putting all these cones and shit out feels like doing nothing because mm. I've worked so hard in other roles. I get that. I like get if that. this was my first ever job, maybe I'd be like, "Oh, it's cold. It's so early. Hard. It's da 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 da." And I'm, but in this job, I'm like, "This is just work." Well, yeah. Like I was. This is nothing, you know. Yeah, I mean? like the first it's perspective. The first, what was it? I want to say the first five years of my working career were like. Probably the physically hardest uh, working years of my life. Yeah. And now, like, hospitality is difficult, but it's nothing in comparison, you know? Yeah, but if you did hospitality first- I'd probably be whinging about it all the time now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, I think it's important to work a really shitty, like, labor-intensive job at one point to get the perspective of how shitty it actually is. Mm. 
Because then you will appreciate when you have a cushier position or something that's like not as fucked. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Point is, we should rebuke these uh, like tyrannical child labor laws, put them to work younger so that by the time they're 21, 22, 23, when they come into a cushier position, they have more appreciation for it. Yeah, when they're, uh, instead of making phones, they're making cushions. Exactly. That's easier. Yeah. Less technical. Less technical. They yeah. don't have the small hands anymore to put the little chips in. Yeah. Now they can just get rough with it and stuff the, the stuffing into a cushion. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Cushion for the pushing. Cushion more cushion for the pushing. But uh, I fucked a really bony ass last night. Did you? Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. what happens when those homeless men have too much meth. But uh, well, she wasn't homeless, but uh, yeah. But do do you find it's a funny thing about nice asses. Like you get a nice that because there's nice asses and then there's nice asses, right? Like I'm sure you've seen many asses that you can appreciate. Yeah. Like, but I imagine you're much like myself because I feel like we've compared lots of notes on this. You can appreciate a variety of different asses. Yeah, different shapes yeah. and sizes and. So, the the lady last night had like a very, very nice looking ass. But when it actually came time for humping, it was like quite bony. So it was like an aesthetically pleasing ass, but not like a uh, performance uh, ridden. Like it, 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 wasn't an, it wasn't an ass for performing, basically. Well, you judged a book by its cover. Yeah. Look, and, and then you opened the cover. It wasn't bad sex. I just remember her ass getting like, like just jammed into my hip at like so many fucking points. I'm like, damn, that's fucking bony. You know, still a great route. Maybe they, they got to develop uh, something you can wear around your waist, anti-bony ass. Anti-bony ass pads. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, why are you putting those on? And you're like, because you're a cunt or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what I like. Yeah. I just have a like, weak stomach. Yeah, you wear outfits too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but um, no, that was a lot of fun. And... Uh, so, oh, I invented a new cocktail this week. Oh. I feel like you would really, really like this cocktail. Why? Do you, do you like chai? Yeah, it's pretty good. I came up with a chai martini. Okay. So, it's like an espresso martini, but with chai instead of espresso. Oh, so it uh, makes white girls go less crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's for the more, the hippie girls. It's for the hippie girls. The- I like that. That, uh, yeah, they believe in crystals and... And uh, cheating on their boyfriends, but uh, their that just sounds like okay with it. the model, gener- the next generation. What? Uh, believing in crystals and cheating on your boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's fucking... It's kind of disturbing how, like, disloyal people seem to be these days. Mm. People are really... I think it's like something to do with the internet and like back in the day when you were living in a fucking slimy hole, you were like, well, Gertrude's the only one I got. So, you you know, that you didn't know that you had other options. Right. And you probably didn't because you fucking missing half your legs and... Well, like back in the medieval ages or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah, that, I mean, that is a very strong testament. I also feel like children of... Well, I mean, you're a little bit older than me, 
but I was talking to someone about this who's like 10 years older than me and their perspective on romance and things. And it's like children from like 1985 to 2000, people born in that period of time, they were kind of raised with this like very sensationalized, very prim and proper sense of romance because of all the Disney films they saw and all the uh, um, rom-coms they saw. Uh, so they had this, they put romance on a pedestal, right? And then kids after 2000 started being born. And they were raised on the internet and they were raised with Kim Kardashian. And uh, yeah. And, and now you're starting to see uh, what life is like when, you know, you glorify hookup culture instead of like, you know, a little bit of romance in your life. Yeah, it's interesting how easily we are manipulated by the media or like different forms of media like a movie or what's happening in the news or what's happening in my ass or whatever in your ass no i don't know i'm just trying to talk shit you trying to take a shit again well I talk- what are you fucking doing i'm taking a shit get out the fuck out of here i haven't even wiped yet <laughs> oh where the fuck are you i'm that, taking a shit i'm actually in the ute that but, uh, is actually uh that that's definitely a joke you should use earlier may i say you've, you've got to make a joke out of that which is where it's like that's like do, where it's like that's like doing a course on how to take a shit and then doing another course <laughs> on how to flush that is fucking gold like that that will work on stage. It feels funny, but also something else that kind of feels funny is, and who knows if it is, but uh, the idea of, like, people like to complain about how traffic controllers do fuck all. They're like, these cunts are so lazy and all this. And I'm like, yeah, but you could be one of those cunts. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that, you could be that lazy cunt. Yeah. You, there's nothing stopping you. From being that guy yeah. doing fuck all. That, yeah. That's your fault. Yeah. You fucked up by not choosing to be lazy. Yeah. Your complaint, oh, I only make $22 an hour to fucking work hard and blah, blah, blah. Just do that. Yeah. Do that shit. Yeah. Why don't you do it? The reality is, is that your body and no one is going to thank you for, like, when you get to 50, no one's going to thank you for making shit money in a job where you had to work really there, hard. No, you're just like making yourself suffer for no reason. Yeah. Where you could actually, I don't know. Well, you have the down payment of six fifty, and then you got to buy your own radio, and then you got to buy your own PPE. So effectively, it's like a thousand dollar down payment. Yeah. But then, I've worked it out. I've made approximately eight hundred dollars already this week. So, so you've so, already nearly made back your money. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You could have borrowed, like, did you have to pay for high-vis shirts? Uh, well, I say that I paid for them, but um, what I actually did was because I went through Centrelink, yeah. uh, this company called WorkSkill was like, do you need any PPE? And I'm like, I do actually. So, they bought me two pairs of pants, uh, shirts, the radio. Uh, they bought me uh, like a waterproof jacket, uh, gloves, uh, a hard hat. A ring for the hard hat, uh, a, a hat for the sun. Uh, anyway, they bought me like five hundred dollars worth of PPE. So if you know if you're out there and you want to start a new job and you're like I don't have the money, go to Centrelink, uh, get on Job Seeker, go through an employment agency, and they will pay for your shit. Right. Yeah. I want to run some, bits. but they didn't pay. But they didn't pay for the course. But I want to run some ideas, some premises, some bits by you. Yeah. Sure. Okay. 
So yeah, does it, is this a segment called something? No, no. This is just me not having any stage time for the last two weeks, and I'm starting to get real, real stage hungry. I cannot wait. To, I was looking forward to the break from comedy. I was actually looking forward to it. Because and it, it does make you hungrier when you. <laughs> well, I felt like I was building up quite a bit of. Oh shit. Uh, I just got a notification saying I just got removed from uh, that one job. So. Oh shit! Hold on one sec. There's, some, there's something on. There's something fucking going on with the cable. Uh-oh. Oh. Shit. Do you want to pause the thing? Oh no. No, it's good. It's good. Oh. I've fixed it. Crisis averted. Oh shit! I don't want to have to replace these cables again. Maybe yeah. I, maybe I'll carry them better. I might unplug them from the mic altogether because the mics are actually sturdy as fuck. It's these cables that are delicate. Yeah, it's probably the connections. Yeah. They, yeah. When they like yeah. under tension. Yeah. So maybe I'll store them in my laptop bag, um, but put the mics in there. Because, yeah, the mics themselves are sturdy as fuck. Um, but anyway, back to the jokes. So I've these. Um, I've told you the joke about road workers stealing jobs from actual retarded people. Um, now this is, uh, this is an idea I've been having for a while. It's quite a long winded bit. I'll never, it'll never work on the gong show. I kind of want to use this for my first 10 minute bit, but I feel like it's good, but I don't know. Maybe you need to be too in touch with both history and, uh, certain elements of pop culture to get it, but I want to run it by you and see what you think. All right, I'll, I'll give you my uh, honest opinion. Okay, so have you noticed how in like modern day war films- I hate it, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Modern day war films, like it's always about like a do- like a group of Navy SEALs fighting off like a thousand Taliban or something like that. Like- How many SEALs? Like 12 SEALs or something like yeah. that. 12 Navy SEALs or something. They're, and pretty- they're fighting like- 500 Taliban. They're pretty strong because they have tusks. Exactly. Precisely. Great bit. Um, But the... Have you noticed... 12 Navy SEALs and the fucking Taliban can't get them because they're under the sea. Well... Well, hey, the Taliban will go... And the Taliban are like walking around on the boat and the SEALs come and pull them underwater. Yeah. Anyway, the... uh, The fucking... Stop trying to derail my bit. Um, the fucking uh, hey, well, this is an idea, but go ahead. <laughs> the uh, the um, God, where was I? Yeah, but like in the film, they kill like two hundred Taliban and they lose one guy, right? Yeah, the number has gone down a lot. So there's still eight hundred Taliban. <laughs> yeah, there's still eight hundred Taliban, but like they've killed two hundred Taliban. They've lost one. And one group. guy dramatically dies. Dramatically dies. He's like the best friend. And it's the tragedy in the film, and that's what they make. And it's always based on a true story, based on actual events. Yada yada yada. All of these people died. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. I get it. It is horrible to lose that guy, but I do feel. Like, this is kind of rubbing it in the faces of people from the Middle East. Because it's like, we're going, we're, you're going to kill one of us. We're going to kill 400 of you. And then we're going to pretend like we're the tragic story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Do you reckon they did that when 9-11 happened? What? Because that's like the reverse situation. They finally get back. Yeah, like yeah. The t- those guys are like fucking those heroes in the planes. Yeah. They took down two hundred 
How many ever many fucking people? Three thousand people. Yeah, well, you know the numbers are funny like that. But, uh, <laughs> I never said it was going to be accurate. Yeah, but yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like it feels like the US at this point is like a teenage girl on social media. How like she cries and cries because she chipped her nail and her dog zigged. Whereas the Middle East is like that twenty-five-year-old uh, plumber who has to work six days a week, 12 hours a day to pay for his, like, you know, mentally, uh, like, disabled child's medication and his dad's, like, cancer medication just after his mum's died and his wife has left him. And then he rocks up to work and everyone's like, how you doing, Dave? And he's like, yeah, I'm great, guys. He just kind of goes, yeah, I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm all right. Do you feel like that's like that's the kind of comparison I'm seeing between the US and the Middle East with the movies they make? As in like the people that actually have it tough are just brushing it under the rug like it's another day. Yeah. Because it is just another day for them at this point. Yeah. They lost a lot of people, those Talibanese. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the US... They really, particularly in their media, they really, and it, and it is sad to like lose anyone, obviously, but they are really like overstressing like how sad it is that they lose one guy. Those 200 people, Talibanese, you know, or Al Qaeda or ISIS. I mean, I don't want to, you know, endear people to ISIS or Al Qaeda, but like those people probably love those 200 people that died too. You know what I mean? Yeah, someone loved them. Someone loved them at some point. I don't know who. But how come when like a veteran or something dies, we just assume they were good? Yeah, that's a very good point. Like the assumption is that they're a good guy, but they could have been a cunt too. They could have been. Thank you for your service, but you still bashed your wife. Or well, you still stole uh, cookies from the kitchen or whatever. Well, yeah, you still stole cookies from the cookie jar. Yeah. I don't know why I said but Yeah. Or you never flushed the toilet. Or you never put the toilet seat down. Or you fucking, you know, left the cookies yeah. in the toilet. Or you never let a or you never never let a mother cross a crosswalk path with her children. Or you fucked the toilet. Or you fucked the dog. Or you fucking you ate the dog. You ate the dog. I would like to eat dog. I, I would really want to try it. Mm. I feel like it like I wouldn't make a habit of it. But I would definitely like to try eating a dog. That'd be weird. They got the weird pads on their feet. I don't think I'd eat that part. Okay. Mm. They got the little red rocket. I don't think I'd eat that part. Well, I'm not interested in the rest of the dog. (laughs) So, anyway, that's one thing. That's quite a long-winded... Like, that was just the idea. That's not how I'm going to present it on stage. But do you think it's a funny idea... Calling the US a girl with how much they overplay one casualty. And the Middle East is the dude who just kind of brushes off 2,000 people dying. I think um, everyone is up for talking shit about America. Yeah. So it could technically work on stage. Yeah. Because I had an idea and I might have run it by you already. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about um, like, so the premise is I went diving uh, one time and I saw whales. Yeah. And you don't realize until you see them in real life, like how big they are. Like their whales are enormous. Yeah. And they're they're actually really loud. Yeah. Uh, so they're pretty much the Americans of the ocean. Right. Because they're enormous and loud. And fat. 
and well yeah so oh, enorm- oh, enormous yeah, yeah. Or la- large and yeah. or fat and loud or whatever anyway but then i want to be like are there any americans in tonight and uh, then silence or uh, unless yeah either that and be like oh <coughs> thank god or at least now we won't get shot or yeah. whatever but uh or be like if there is an american be like well shit mm. i'm just the messenger mate yeah. don't shoot me <laughs> well I feel like make, you are right in terms of uh, making fun of Americans is pretty easy. But they make it pretty easy. Yeah. They do. But I think Australians like it when you make fun of Americans. So. Well, like, credit to Americans. Americans do do a lot of cool shit. Like, I will admit that. They actually do do a bunch of cool shit. Well, but they also do a lot of wild shit, too. Another, another thing that I wanted to relate was um, how, like, different countries' favourite uh, superhero, like by what it, the average favorite superhero kind of represents the country's like dream. Mm-hmm. Like in Australia, uh, apparently the favorite superhero is Batman or whatever, and he's like basically a cashed up bogan that has like heaps of cool gadgets. Yeah. So that's like the Aussie dream, man. Yeah. Like I reckon under that mask he probably has a mullet, but I re- also. I th- like in America, their favorite superhero is Superman. Yeah, and he represents like flying around, so he's like represents freedom. Yeah, and he's like can't get sick, so he doesn't have to deal with their healthcare system. Yeah, and then also he's living the American dream because he's bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that w- I mean that w- what's Canada's favorite superhero? I got no idea. Mm. Now I want to start examining what other countries' favorite superheroes are. Yeah, but uh, anyway, it's all just ideas. Mm. Well, the next bit I wanted to run by you is uh, is wheelchair sports. So I kind of no, I kind of ran that one past you a little while ago. This was something I do, which is like I want to talk about how society is too oversexualized. It's too easy to send a nude. It's too easy to send a dick pic. It's too easy to like watch porn. We should treat. Sexy videos and sexy pictures like rare Bitcoin and Pokemon. Mm. Yeah. Like a nude, like a nude. What do you mean Pokemon? Well, oh, like a rare Pokemon. Yeah, like a rare Pokemon. Like a nude from an uh, from a chick from Armadale is the easiest type of Pokemon to get. Yeah. A nude from a chick who lives in the CBD is like the rarest of the rare. Because you got to really get up a lot of like sets. You got to like get really high yeah. in a skyscraper to take those pictures. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the joke I wanted to make about that. How it's, it's like uh, chicks from Armadale are the dog shit Pokemon, easiest one. Whereas it's like chicks from Peppermint Grove, are the Charizard. It's yeah. Charizard that's the most powerful Pokemon, isn't it? He's popular. Popular. What's the he- most powerful Pokemon? I don't know uh, what stat was. Uh, it'd have to be a legendary. Charizard's like a starter Pokemon. <coughs> right, okay. But he's got good stats, I think, and he's strong. Right. But I think he's monotyping. He's only... I know nothing about Pokemon. Okay. I've heard the name Charizard floating around, and I I was pretty sure that it was associated with Pokemon. It is. Yeah. I think, I, you go. I think the strongest one is uh, Ar- Arceus or whatever. He's like the god of Pokemon, Ar- Arceus. Arceus. <laughs> it sounds uh, like bullshit. Take it up the Arceus. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like bullshit, but anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I Pokemon is kind of interesting. I played it as a kid. It is It is good. Like, 
in terms of the show. Yeah. Which I haven't watched that much fun of, but like I had fun of while I watched it. But can I say it as well? I'm a little bit pissed off with you. So, Why? Well, I'm very glad we got to record today. Yeah. I'm very glad we got to record today. But I thought to myself, you know what? It Martin's the priority. But if he can't do it today, it's not a bad thing because if the weather's good, me and some friends were going to go to the driving range. Oh. And now when I'm not going to the driving range and hitting balls all day. Yeah. I went to a can, driving- You can still hit my balls all day. You should come to a driving range with me. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, hitting a golf ball. Yeah, it, it like no, but like there's no there's no short game. You don't need to like worry about like where you're putting it. You don't need to worry about how accurate you are. You just hit the thing as hard as you fucking can. Imagine being the guy cleaning that shit up. That'd be. Do you think they have like a little vacuum cleaner or something so they don't have to bend over? I don't. I've no clue. I like to think they pick each and every one of them up by hand. Fucking hell. Mm. And then how long is it open for? Like, are you cleaning them up in the dark? Uh, I have no clue. I feel like you'd clean them up in the morning. Oh, that would make more sense. Mm. Like, early in the morning, you get four hours of cleaning up. I don't even think you'd be expected to clean them all up. Yeah, because you'd be like, I didn't see them. Well, it's not even didn't see them. There's so many balls out there, like... That's why I think you should have the vacuum cleaning machine. Well... It let let's say you just go like oh, I only managed to get like seventy percent of the balls in. That's still enough balls for the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you say you only got seventy percent every day, you're gonna run out of balls. Uh, your math checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're getting less and less balls in every yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your math checks out. Um, okay, you got me there. Um, but because then there's more and more balls well, on the field. Okay, well, no. Technically, if you were to get seventy percent every day, then you would be bringing in more some days. Mm. I don't know how the math works, but it feels like it wouldn't work. It feels like it wouldn't I work. don't. It probably might. Yeah. But to me, it feels wrong. I want another run, another bit by you. Um. So now you, I, I bet you could relate very well to two of these jokes. Um, nights out, which I know you, face value, you won't relate to it, but you get this joke. Okay. Uh, I really like to be that friend on a night out that disappears from his, that turns every night out into a game of hide and seek. You know, you go into a nightclub and then you say to your friend, Hey, you go get yourself a drink. I'm going to go on an adventure. Come find me if you can. Okay. Like yeah. That, you, you know that friend, right? Well, what I usually do is I'm like, you get a drink and I'll be in the club and then my hiding spot is my house. Right, right. Well, yeah, I've been trying to get you to come out for ages. When are you going to do it? I don't know. Please well, now, come for one drink. Now that I'm working this job. Next time we do the gong show, come for one drink. I, one drink. I couldn't even make it to the gong this week because of like the time I got off. So it was a bit sad. The time you got off? Yeah, because I got back to the yard at 6.30 or whatever, so I... You got back to the yard at 6.30. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So I had to message Sarah and say, I can't make it. She was probably like, this is very unlike Martin. Yeah. And then you were just like, I've got a job now. And she's like, this is very unlike Martin. <laughs> He's working. 
what the fuck? But something that was funny, um, oh, it was funny to me, is the first set at the lounge this week was a bit of a struggle. All the other sets were good, but the first one was a bit of a struggle. And then I tried subbing in like a newer joke. So you were the opening set? Uh, no, I was in the middle. But How it was, many sets it, did you do at the weekend? Four. Wow. That's okay. that's what they give you at the weekend. You do Friday and Saturday. They have the same lineup for the whole weekend. All right. Uh, well, I mean, that's cool. You get a warm up. Oh. What like you? You consider it a warm up? It's nice. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, the first show is at six thirty, so it's pretty early. I don't feel like the audience would be like ideally lick it up at that point. Yeah, They'd be getting and also, there. it was like half capacity too, so right. it, was, it was kind of just that late show would be the sweet one. But then it got to the point where I was kind of just like, whatever. And I was just doing shitty jokes <laughs> for fun. Because I was like, I've got to get some kind of rise out of them. They're laughing, but not really. And then I, d- I did that joke about how like, I was starting to be a teacher. And then I realized I hate kids. And then there's one race that I hate the most. And then everyone's like, oh, what is he going to say now? And then I was like... It's the egg and spoon race. Hey? <laughs> and then, but then I was like, but also I hate Hispanic children. Hispanic children. I saw that joke on stage. That went down quite well. Yeah, not that night I didn't. Yeah. Uh, but then after that, I was like, fuck, and that joke went down like that submarine. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, my God, too yeah. soon. Uh, well, this is the thing I don't get about this submarine. Why does anyone feel bad about it? Because they're billionaires. <laughs> no, but this is mentioned in it. Like, I, I was reading this about it. Those billionaires signed a waiver uh, before they got on the submarine. On the first page of that waiver, the first page, it mentioned the possibility of death three times. Yeah, you know, you never think it's going to be you, especially if you're a billionaire. You're like, oh, that won't happen to me. It's fair enough for you to think that. <laughs> it's fair enough for you to think that. But if I was signing a contract or a waiver that mentioned the possibility of death three times, I would probably be more like, mm, well, you know. Yeah. Well- and also, they're billionaires. Why not just rent an actual engineer specialized design submarine? It's like they can afford it. Yeah. Why Why go in the shitty submarine that someone built in their back shed? Well, look, they didn't uh, They didn't become billionaires because they're willing to spend lots of money on random shit. They, they're tight asses. That's fair. This is something very funny about Lived it. Lived a tight ass, died a tight ass. This is something interesting about, about it though, right? So when the submarine eventually imploded, right? Apparently, uh, so... The human spine, which is like the, the spine carries all the messages and everything to every other part of the body. So whenever the body, body is put under any kind of trauma, um, the uh, body like gets, it, it takes four milliseconds for the spine to register it, right? Right. Now... That implosion happened so quickly that it happened within two milliseconds. So they wouldn't have even known. They died before they even realized what had happened. Oh, well. Which I suppose is actually the nicest way you can go. 
Yeah, one second uh, you're like, I'm in the Titanic. Yeah. And the next second you're listening to David Bowie under pressure. So were they actually... (laughs) Under pressure. Um, But were they actually in or on the Titanic? I know they were looking for it. Uh, I don't know, man. I didn't really read much of the story. I just tried to save my joke by Mm. saying that a joke went down like that submarine. Mm. Right. Okay. I like it. And it worked in a way because they fucking woke up. Uh, this is something else. I wanted to read another joke and wanted to run by you. When you were a kid, whenever your parents were having guests over to your house... For some reason, I thought you were going to say it. Anytime my parents were having gay sex, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I understand why you thought that would come from me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no. Uh, the joke is... Um, well, it's not really a joke. These are all just ideas. Like, I can never deliver it the same way I do on stage. So, I don't expect you to laugh. I'm just presenting you with ideas for jokes. Yeah. <laughs> but did you find your mum would, like, really, like, fucking abuse you whenever parents would come over in terms of, like, you have to you have to sleep on the floor so the guests can have your bed and, like, your mum would be cooking up sausage rolls or something. And you'd be like, Mum, can I have a sausage roll? Yeah, you can have the shit one that I fucked up. Uh, leave the good ones for the guests. You know? Did you ever fo- see your mum do that behaviour? It seems familiar, but I didn't really live with my mum. Oh, that's right. That's right. She left at a young age. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I didn't really have this experience. Did you have it with your dad? Nah, because he doesn't like people. Okay, great. Okay. Well, that's a real bummer. But anyway, uh, moving on. I feel like, though, the dynamic has shifted in later years. <laughs> Your parents' divorce, that's a real bummer. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> you're, wanna... you're putting a real bummer on this conversation. Hey, hey, on. hey, look, okay? My parents stayed together when they should have been divorced. <laughs> it's okay. not my fault that my parents stayed together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Luck of the draw, yeah. baby. But, um... The I feel like the dynamic has shifted in later life with with, with children, um, because you get kids nowadays who go um, like when I visit, let's say my brothers and sisters, I still have to accommodate. I have to accommodate their children, whereas when I was their kids' age, I had to accommodate the guests. I had to accommodate the aunties and uncles coming to visit. Mm. Whereas I feel like I'm visiting. I'm the uncle. And I'm accommodating the children. Like, oh, we have to wrap up the party by a certain hour so the kids can get some sleep. It's like, oh, you know, we don't drink too much in front of them. Oh, you know, we have to eat this stuff because, you know, we eat the same things as our kids and we want our kids to be healthy. So basically, no matter how much time passes, you're always on the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. And that sucks because when I was a kid, and, like, this wasn't a bad and thing. And you're like, I can't wait to be an adult because I'll be treated better. Yeah. And then you become an adult and you're like, well, this is fucking wrong. Yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> um, but it gets to, like... <coughs> um, smoker's cough. Uh, but uh, it gets to, like, later in life. And I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand when, when people starting putting children on a pedestal in this kind of way. Like, children obviously need to be, like, raised and treated right. But, like, when I was a kid and my parents were having a party over, noise be damned. I would put up with the noise 
Um, like, I could go to bed whenever I wanted to, and if, like, there was a party going on in the house, the parents wouldn't expect me to go to bed in the background for it. But if I was going to bed, they wouldn't turn the noise down. Yeah. And I knew not to ask them to either. I wasn't going to ask them to either, you know? Whereas I feel like once the kids are ready for bed nowadays, everyone's like, oh, we've got to turn the noise down for the children, you know? We we want them to get a good night's sleep. And it's like, fuck that. <sighs> I don't even know if the mic picked up that little whispering part, but fuck it. Um, it doesn't matter. No one's listening anymore anyway, so... Probably not. Uh, no, I've actually enjoyed this episode. Um, That's been pretty good. I think we touched on a lot of children, a lot of subjects. Sorry, and uh, oh god, um, and this is one that you will definitely like. Well, this is an idea how, like, people go on about. Oh, people need to work, otherwise they won't find any meaning in their life or things like this. And it's like, no, it's like we have lived in periods of society where free people didn't do that much work. Like, ancient Greece, like, they had a very... Like, they had a 50-year sweet period where they had no war, no disease, no famine. Everything was sorted. And then that kind of fell apart again. But they had a 50-year sweet like period. <laughs> Sounds like what? Humanity. Yeah. But, like... If you were a free man, you like had some slaves to take care of the thing. You had plenty of food. You worked out and then you sat around and philosophized all day. There must have been a point in history where someone was like, man, I don't want to lose my slaves. Yeah, it was called the American Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they had a, it was a big row, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, this is unfair. Yeah. I'm white. Yeah. So I should not have to do everything. Well... I'll get into that next joke in a second because that reminds me of another joke that I you would find very funny. But yeah, they would just sit around and philosophize all day, which makes me think that's just nothing but modern day doll bludgers just sitting around. Modern modern day doll bludgers are, are the philosophers are the philosophers of today. And if you ever sit around with a doll bludging pothead, they say some pretty like out there shit. So, like they could be like. I think we should start paying attention to what doll bludgers say more because, you know, I think they're going to come out with some pretty, like, amazing shit. Yeah, I mean, if you can siphon through all the other crap they say. Well, they do say a lot of bullshit. That's true. But, I mean, when I'm smoking weed, I say very little because I become very neurotic. But Neurotic? I'm just, like, going, you know, I internalise. I'm like, oh, no, I'm being weird. I'm being weird. I'm being... Oh, they're going to find out that I'm gay. <laughs> they're going to find out I'm weird and yeah. I like dick. And Yeah. They're going to find out that uh, my parents are divorced. <laughs> yeah. No, I tell people about that very quickly. Yeah, you do. Uh, that's, that's just my way of uh, letting people know. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, I floss I my teeth for the first time in ages last night. Oh, not philosophized, you see. Not philosophized, flossed. And my gum bled like fuck. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. But my now I've woken up today, my teeth feel great. They feel yeah, amazing. flossing is actually pretty good. I do it a couple times a week. I'm going to try and do it more often because it like... Like it's annoying, but then after a while, it only takes like a minute or two. So yeah. it's pretty easy. Yeah, but it's like... You wake up the next day after you've like brushed and flossed your teeth and you're like, oh, God, my teeth oh, are you're like, awesome. Oh, this is what the dentist was talking about. Yeah. That guy or girl that spent seven years learning about teeth. Yeah, that fucking 
faggot. <laughs> remember that? Do you remember that joke or like that comic that was like the Dennis, Dennis is looking at your teeth and he says, fucking hell, when was the last time you flossed your teeth? And you're like, mate, you were there. You were there. Oh, God. You, you yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I like that joke. But back to that joke with that thing, that thing about slavery. Yeah. It reminded me of something that someone said on another podcast where they were like, in the early 1900s, the heavyweight boxer at the time, or the first black heavyweight, they got the, their first black heavyweight boxer. Mm. And this was a very, very like uh, controversial thing at the time because it was a black man in a very, very prestigious position. And no one really liked it. And his name was Jack Johnson. And Jack Johnson was notorious for fucking white women. You know? Oh, yeah. Also in another prestigious position. Exactly. On top of white but women. But like in the early 1900s, very early 1900s, before World War One, there were still veterans of the American Civil War around who fought for both sides. And you know that that was just appearing in the paper and there was some like Southern racist Confederate veteran. And he was just like... Um, I told you this would happen, you know. I, I I told you this would happen if you gave them their freedom, you know. It's like yeah, did the whole uh, if you sensationalize everything, you'll be right about something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If you like, it's the saying: if you throw enough shit at a wall, something will stick. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but um, yeah, now that the gays are marrying, what's next? They'll be marrying their fucking coffee cups. Well, look. Or whatever people said. Look, I'm not worried about gays. I'm not worried about drag queens. I'm not worried about trans people. I am I am worried about furries, though. Like, I, I really do think that this, that furries are, are something we need to deal with. Yeah, they run in packs. They, they do nothing but fist each other all day long. Um, you, you don't know that. No, I do. No, yeah. no, no. I have, I have reason to say this. They, they do nothing but do weird shit all day, and uh, yeah, and and this isn't healthy for society. Um, well, that's what I was doing. I would love to, as a Not bit, just go thing. out on the street and uh, um, uh, like hold a sign saying, "Never mind drag queens. Never mind trans people." Furries are the real problem. I thought you were going to get one of my stop slow signs and just have the stop sign in front of furries. Just stop being stop. a furry. <laughs> stop furries. <laughs> Kill fur. Open season on furries. Yeah. Uh. <coughs> and then you start beating them up with, with that stop slow stick. Has that water bottle moved the entire time I've been gone? Uh, before it was on this table and then I put it there. Oh, cool. Thank you. I'm going to have a sip of it. Oh, do it. Follow your dreams. Follow Become the greatest version of yourself. Oh, well, you know what? I don't know if I want to do that. What was pretty funny, well, I don't know if it was funny, but what happened uh, after that Dawesville uh, job, uh -huh. we were coming back and the guy was getting Hungry Jack's and then he was trying to convince me that a Hungry Jack's hamburger is pretty healthy mm -hmm. because it's all five food groups. Well, it's meat, fiber, vegetable. Um, Tomato is technically a fruit. I guess. Um, <laughs> what other one? Uh, is fiber a food group? Well, f well, it's it's bread, so it's like it's carbohydrates. Yeah, carbohydrates. Oh, bread is the one, isn't it? Yeah. Grain. 
Yeah. So there's fiber in lettuce bread. is a vegetable. There's fiber in that. Um and, and and your vegetable. Cheese is dairy. Dairy. Yep. And then your meat. That's the full food pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. The burger it should be the healthiest item on the on the planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Burgers are such like I want to know who invented the, the the burger. Actually, let's look that up. Who invented the burger? It would be uh, John Von Burger. I want to know, man. Well, who invented the burger? I was uh, I was thinking about how kids are a lot like pets. Oh, I wanted to run an idea by you. Now I know you make a joke about this on stage. But I do believe, in fact, you are telling the truth. You made a porn video with an ex of yours. Yeah, yeah. Would you be willing to make another one with someone else? Uh, who is it? Is it you? No, it is not. Asking for a friend. Uh, I it's, don't it's know. a woman. That much I will say. Is it? Yes. Am I going to be stitched up? Uh. No, you won't need stitches. Oh, here we go. I don't know. Okay. Um, Why can't you do it? Well, I might be. Oh, yeah. Um, but she might want. Uh, she might want to make a second film. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you do it first and tell me how it is. Okay. Well, it's not conventional thing. It's not a conventional porn. Yeah. What are you doing? I am. Uh, uh, I am. Uh, well, this is a very roundabout way of saying whatever you're going to say. I am basically getting my ass whipped while wearing a mask and some other sort of things. Oh, okay. That's the rough gist of it. Um, yeah. Interesting. It's, it's mostly pictures, actually. So it's like apparently it's like no, it's it's for a photo shoot and things like that. So I actually don't even have to film, and because I don't, I I was actually preferred that because I have a pretty high pain threshold. Um, but the way I have a high pain threshold is whenever I experience pain, I swear like a sailor. Oh, yeah, and so I can't really be getting whipped on the ass as hard. As this chick can go, and then going like "fuck, can't fit, fit your bitch," you know, <laughs> I can't do that on like, you know, on video. Yeah, but on photos, I can do that. So yeah, that that will make it okay. Interesting. Are you getting paid for this? Um, or it's uh, just uh, it's just for pleasure. Uh, no, I'm not getting paid for this. I wouldn't say it's for the pleasure of it though. Um, it's a favor for. A f- friend shall we say i was uh i was talking to david morgan brown okay after a show and he thought it would be funny if i went out on stage and my opening line was uh who else here is a pedophile oh what he wanted you to say that (laughs) yeah not giving not I, I love David, but that feels like it would be better suited coming from him. Okay. I don't think he's a pedophile, but if I had to pick who's more likely to be a pedophile, you or him, it's him. <laughs> yeah. Like He's got pedophile energy. You seem like the kind of person who was touched as a kid. Nah, I wasn't. Well, I'm not saying you were. I'm just saying that 
I would sooner say you were touched as a child rather than you touched children. Yeah. Mm. Mind you, well, no, I won't say that Um, because that can imply a whole bunch of other things. Um, But what else? Fuck it. Let's go into pluggers and finish up, take a break, have a coffee. Anything yeah. you want to plug? Uh, no. No. Um, I've got dates coming up for shows in July. One at the factory. Uh, uh, one at the windmill. I can't remember the dates off the top of my head. I will check my calendar. And I'm in the same boat. I can't remember when they're on. Yeah. But we're looking forward to them because they are... I love the Fremantle factory as a room. It's a great mm. room. And the windmill is another great, great room. I absolutely love them. So I'm really looking forward to performing there in July. Guys, thank you very much. Bon chance. Become traffic controllers. And do fuck all. Yeah, boy. Bye. Bye.